Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ. I am DJ. Later, you will hear Beth talking to DJ. You will hear past Beth talking to past DJ. But when you hear this, I will also be past DJ. So, think about that time math. So it's Tuesday again, and you're here with us, and we very much appreciate it. Man, it is so good to see you. Hello. I'm waving. Uh, so, as usual, Beth and I, we do the recommendations at the end, and one of us failed to have a recommendation, but this time, it was me. I totally beefed it, and I didn't have one, but uh, good news, our buds over at Podful of Sunshine, they do podcast recommendations, it seems like every week now, and uh, they just... They just recommended this podcast called The Coffee Buzz, hosted by Brad Brumley. And they, let me just tell you, they undersold it. And they said it was spectacular. Because I uh, got done with their show and went right over to The Coffee Buzz and started listening. And I got to tell you, uh, it might just be because uh, Brad took the route that I wished I would have taken. Like, he seems to... We both... Like, I can totally relate to him. In his first episode, he talks about how he just was enamored with radio and just had to be a part of it. And where I failed, he continued. Like, I just... I thought it was, like, an impossible dream and you had to be, like, invited to go and do it. And he was lucky enough to go to school with someone that did work at a radio station and uh, he just went from there. Uh, the podcast, his podcast, The Coffee Buzz, it sounds great. Like, he produces it very well. And uh, I highly suggest it. What was, I got, I listened to the second episode. Really, I listened to the first three episodes. But the second episode is called Families Belong Together Rally. And it's very good. He says at the beginning, if you're someone that like leans to the right, you might not enjoy it. But I disagree. I think that if you lean to the right, it's probably more important that you listen to it because you probably haven't heard anything like you haven't heard that side of the story yet and not that it goes super in depth but it's uh it's very good it's very good anyway i've fawned enough over the coffee buzz uh with its host brad brumley uh so we also in this episode that you're going to hear we talk about alex jones and the fact that he was recently taken off of Stitcher and that YouTube and Facebook, like, uh, you know, went deep on limiting him or whatever, taking off some of his episodes. And uh, I checked I checked the news this morning, and uh, as it turns out, now iTunes has also taken his podcast off completely. And uh, Facebook has deleted his, his account. Uh, YouTube has taken his channel down. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to try and leave a link. I don't know if I I don't know if I can, but I'm going to try and leave a link in the show notes to this Vox article that I read, and it's very disturbing. Uh, the article isn't disturbing, but the the subject matter is, in my opinion, because Alex Jones might be a crazy person, and that might be your opinion, or he might actually be. But I think that. We still need voices like his out there so that we know that voices like his are out there. Like you should 
you should be able to hear me talk about Alex Jones and have a you know one of a few reactions. But the most important one I think that you should have is who is this person? Let me go and listen to a show of his and see how crazy he is or isn't. And now it's getting harder and harder to do that. And I it just it just seems like a bad path to go down to me. I just I don't know. I don't agree with him, but I don't think that we should be silencing people like that. It just seems like a bad move. Um, so I just wanted to, get, I guess, give that update because, you know, when we recorded, like I said, he had only been taken off of Stitcher. Uh, but now I guess it's Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, all of it. So fun. Fun day for speech. Uh, and yes, I know that those are private companies but that took him off, but still, like, that's a... It's just a weird, it's just a weird message to put out uh, from him and from from those providers as well. Uh, all right, so we're on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Untrained iPod, and if you want to get in touch with us, ask us any questions. Uh, those are the best ways to do it. Uh, you can also get in touch with in touch with us through the Gmail at the same handle at Untrained or Gmail at Untrained iPod. That was all wrong. Everything I just said was wrong. G- untrainedipod at gmail.com. That's how you talk. You do it with those words. Uh, and there's also the Facebook group. Uh, but, you know, no one's really joined that yet. And that's fine. You don't need it. But, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, uh, if you're an Alex Jones expert, hit me up. I think that's it. I feel like there's more, but I'm going to try and make this intro not 8 to 10 minutes long. I love you very much. Please enjoy this episode. Here it is. So, Bethany, what's up? What's up? What's up? Spoiler alert, that was the best part of Ant-Man and the Wasp. What's up? Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, you being like, I don't know what you're talking about. What is that? Is that some kind of a... What is that? Well, I thought... We had previously talked about um, Andy Sandberg doing that on Saturday Night Live. I didn't know why that was funny beyond that. Well, it was funny because when I tried to explain it to you, I was like, yeah, it's the old Budweiser commercial. And you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, bud. Budweiser. <laughs> I was like, no, not the frogs. Oh, really? Is this what we're doing today? Like bringing up things to me? Bringing up old ish. (laughs) Well, I look stupid. I mean, if that's the case, we're bringing up old stuff. I mean, listen, uh, it's about time somebody else looks stupid on this podcast. I need to make you look. That's my that's my secret goal is I need to once make you look stupid and also hypocritical. So, oh, I don't think so. If we can just find out that you. (laughs) <laughs> are a big hypocrite about an actor like I don't know, history's worst actor Denzel Washington. Um, by the way, I did think of a movie that was really good that he was in. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Absolutely, it not. was called John Q. No, <laughs> that was a really good movie. Wasn't that named after a cheap vodka? That's not true. There's no. No, I don't know if that wasn't based on a true story. Wait, uh, is that the one where he was like, "I need a heart"? 
Give me a heart transplant, man. For his son. Whatever. Like, his, <laughs> like they were at their wits end, and his wife is just like, do something. And so he, like, holds up a hospital, I think, and, like, takes hostage- hostages to uh, try and save his son's life. Does he ever find out that his God... Hel- hel- what? God save us all. Please let him have the correct blood type that he's like, I'm going to kill myself so I can give my son my heart. No, I don't think that's what happened. And it was a long time ago since I saw that movie, but I just thought of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Stupid John Q. <laughs> what did Q even stand for? His last name. <laughs> what was it? What was his last name? I don't know. <laughs> John Q. I used to be on Star Trek. <laughs> John Queen. <laughs> By the way, did you hear the great news? I know you didn't because you would have definitely brought it to my attention before I could bring it to your attention. Oh, is that right? I'm going to read you possibly the greatest headline you'll ever hear in your life. And that is, Patrick Stewart will star in new Star Trek TV series as Jean-Luc Picard. Heard of it. No, you didn't. (laughs) Yes, I did. Why do you got to ruin stuff, man? You can't just let me have this and be like, "Oh my god!" No, ah! I need to Beverly. make no, I need to make you look stupid and hypocritical. Well, I hate Star Trek. Then, <laughs> well, is I read that it wasn't going to be about uh, Star Trek or like the voyage anymore. It's more about like him after Star Trek. Uh, that... <laughs> I, I, he, I mean, it says he's reprising his role as Jean Luc. So, yeah, but it doesn't that he... say that he's still going to be the captain of the Starship Enterprise. Well, I mean, like in the in the, what was it, the Next Generation, like they had people from uh, the original series on, but as like admirals and generals and stuff. So, that, but all the time or just randomly? No, just showing up. Like, hey, remember us? We used to do stuff like go damn it, Jim, and stuff like that. Remember mm-hmm. that? Remember when we said beam me up? And yeah. I was the one that beamed you up. It's me, Scotty. Isn't it weird that Oprah, not Oprah, I'm sorry, Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg uh, was on that show? It's so weird because, like, I loved her a lot on that show. Like, I was like, ah, oh, this is like the sweetest person in the world that will guide you in the right direction. And now I'm like, wow, Whoopi Goldberg, the meanest old woman whom ever lived. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not ready to give up on Whoopi yet because, like, she's been part of some of the funniest movies that i can recall and uh, yeah i know you and your friends love to quote her in that one movie about that ghost the movie ghost (laughs) never heard of it you've heard of it that was a great movie it had all the elements romance comedy uh murder mystery (laughs) murder mystery (laughs) Mysterious murders. Ghosts. Murders by window glass. Yeah. Yeah. Someone did get murdered with window glass. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, everyone's entitled to their own views, and sometimes hers can be a little bit harsh, I guess, but... I don't like her because, you know, she has, uh, for... A long time, I associated myself with a team that leaned more towards the right, and she is someone who is like, I don't know if I could technically define it as extremely to the left, but I mean, she's on a show that, you know, airs every single day, and she clearly has an opinion that, you know, I would say for the most part, I disagree with. So, you know, maybe that's why I think she's just a mean old lady now, but uh, I also don't know anything about her. She was Guinan 
on Star <laughs> Trek, The Next Generation. And then I didn't see her again until she was Sister Mary Fake. And then I saw her on The View. Those are my three interactions with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't see why you would not like her. Two out, two out of three of those interactions were good ones, I, I think. Listen, I'm not saying I ever had good reason. I just didn't eventually... I was like, you know, first she was a a nice, you know, weird, possibly hundreds of year old alien person uh, on Star Trek. And then she was just a fake, just a fake nun. The Las Vegas lounge singer. Just the fakest <laughs> Hiding nun. from a mafia guy. <laughs> and then she was like, that was hey. like, I love those movies. Like, I don't really like musicals as much anymore, but I still love those movies because I think they're funny and I like singing with them. <laughs> it's funny because I like those movies too, but I don't think I would ever want to watch them again for fear of like any of those older movies where you're like, oh, they were great and I loved them. And you watch them and you're like, good God. Like, the only movie that we watched uh, that was old that I... Even though it was like so stupid, I still enjoyed it. Was uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Oh yeah! Like <laughs> it was maybe the worst time travel movie I've ever seen, but I still love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, San Dimas High School rocks. <laughs> San Dimas High School, or what is it? San Dimas football rules. Rules. <laughs> and O'Doyle's drools. Yeah, O'Doyle. <laughs> That's two movies in one. So, Doyle rules. listen, th- it, what you said about this new Star Trek show is impossible because this article seems to say... Okay, well, I mean, you're reaching one of your goals. Yep. <laughs> yeah, what was Making it? Making you look dumb. An and idiot. Or... Next is hypocrite, so wait for that one. But this one says, <laughs> in the announcement videos above, Stuart says they have no scripts yet. We're just talking and talking storylines. Uh, but he says, it will be, I promise you, I guarantee it, something very, very different. But it will come to you with the same passion and determination and love of the material uh, and love of our followers and our fans. Exactly as we had it before, he said. Okay, so what part of that makes it sound like they're doing uh, Star Trek stories the same way as they did before? If you said it was going to be Listen, a completely different. They're not going to say, like, it's going to be, hey... Remember the old thing? Well, it's going to be just like that, except I'm going to be old. And it's going to be old, and we're both going to be old together. But I guarantee if you look at whatever it turns out to be as a whole, you'll be like, oh, it was pretty much Star Trek all over again. But I still, everyone everyone loves Patrick Stewart, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, doesn't he voice Yes. someone on, is it on Family Guy yes. or was it on American Dad? I think both. He definitely, uh, he definitely voiced the boss character whoever that was the boss of the american American dad Dad. yeah and wasn't he like a baby or something on family guy oh he was the inner he was the voice yes he was the voice (laughs) of one of the babies yeah that was obviously not stewie (laughs) what a great i love him yeah he's interesting he's also a thousand years old so uh, i feel like i'm gonna have very sad feelings about him sooner than later was that a little tear? That was a little tear of me being like, the the captain I grew up with will definitely die probably before I turn 40. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, the old, old Star Trek 
was on TV with like Spock and Kirk and all that. Mm. And I really didn't have that much interest in it. And then like when I was uh, maybe like eight or nine, the next generation came on and my dad used to watch that all the time. And like I wasn't a huge fan of it then, but I used to watch it with them and I like spent some quality time with them while we were like voyaging off into, yeah, the the stars. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Like I, I... I find those shows entertaining still, but there's a level of sentimental value there as well. I remember when we got Netflix and I realized like the streaming Netflix and I realized that they had every season of the next generation on there. And I would like hurry up to get home from work. I'd be like, I need to get off work on time. Cause I would come home and I would watch what? like four <laughs> episodes before you got home. Like I, I went through the entire series all over again. That's crazy that you're like racing home to something that you don't have to watch on at a certain time. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I have my own version of appointment television. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Does this make you look stupid? You're not or? turning this around on me. <laughs> hey you're like when you're this is the number one rule of plotting to make someone look (laughs) stupid you don't tell them (laughs) unless i'm double stupid yeah okay (laughs) i'm so stupid that you're stupid (laughs) yes that's sound logic stop winking uh (laughs) Stop winking and doing, uh, what is it, air quotes at the same time. (laughs) It's all I do. But, yeah, sorry, I already heard that story, bro. Bruh. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, I mean, good for him. I'm glad he's doing something because I did like him, too. Or I still do. Like, I don't know why, like, if they do any more of these... Um, like the new reboot of the Star Trek movies, why he couldn't be included in those now that Spock's dead. Dude, if he, well, I mean, it, even though they're like rebooting it, they're technically rebooting it from the, from the younger perspective. Uh huh. Like from the Kirk, you know, Kirk and on. So then would it be a young, uh, Jean-Luc? I, I'm like maybe to... they could get that guy from the, what is it? The X-Men that plays him as a young what the heck is James McAvoy? Is yeah, his maybe name. they could get him to be him. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Do you know how fantastic that would be? <laughs> I love that idea. We need to pitch that immediately. Yeah, let's just go over to the studio. Like he meets Kirk and is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> maybe one day I'll have all my hair and be a captain of a starship. Maybe. And Kirk's like, you can only have one usually. I got lucky. So <laughs> maybe you will too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, in the in the era of you know reboots, uh, I'm glad that this is a continuation and not like a oh he went back in time and he's gonna try and make sure Q never you know messed up their mission at Farpoint or whatever. Mm, you're. <laughs> that was literally the first uh, two episodes. Well, guess what, buddy? I did not drive home. Early to make sure I could rewatch them all. I watched them when I was like nine or ten years old, so I have no idea what the plots of any of them are. The only one I remember is like uh, the captain getting taken by the the Borg, mm-hmm. and then like being turned into one of them. And his name was I don't remember. Lacutus of Borg. Okay, Lacutus. 
<laughs> but was he look cute though? <laughs> yes, he was very look cute. Um. Anyway, <laughs> no, I don't remember anything else beyond that, and like the characters. I liked Worf. <laughs> Who didn't like Worf? If you didn't like Worf, you were an American. Worf was us all. Yeah, because he's like quick to anger. <laughs> and he was skeptical of everything. He was like, no, y'all are stupid. I don't get it, man. Yeah, Worf <laughs> is my spirit animal. <laughs> he's all of our spirit animals. He's Jordy's, combative. <laughs> yeah. Jordy is too trusting of everyone. He's like, yeah, he's just, he is a blind person. He just trusts everyone. He's like, you'd never steer a blind guy wrong. And the next thing you know, he's knee deep in tar. Mm. <laughs> yeah, or Data. He just wanted that human connection. You know what's funny about Data that I didn't know, but I noticed, but didn't realize I noticed until someone told, or until I, I don't know, I probably saw it in like a, who knows what, what are they called? A, uh, where they show the movie or the TV show, but the director and actors talk over it. Oh. What is that called? That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. Writers, write in. Listeners, <laughs> listen in. Uh whatever it was they said that he never used uh contractions like he would never say couldn't he would always say could not oh like, like a robot like but that was like part of his thing like he couldn't figure out how to or, or it contract was, yeah like he couldn't do it for whatever reason which was a weird little a weird little uh i guess idiosyncrasy about it mm-hmm. like i found out way later that in the fur at least in the first terminator movie Arnold Schwarzenegger made a choice to never be blinking whenever he was like having a scene. Mm-hmm. So like whenever the camera, like if you go back and watch that movie, he never like whenever he does not have his sunglasses <laughs> on, there he, there was never a blink because he was awesome. like he was like why would a robot blink? So yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, I mean, if a robot was trained to look human, they would. Maybe, but I guarantee you, someone listening to this right now is like, shut up, he blinked. I can remember it right now, but he definitely didn't. <laughs> yeah, or someone's going to their VCR right yep. now, <laughs> popping in their tape, and then scanning every scene to make sure well, that... Well, first they're rewinding it, because they stopped it right in the middle, and we're like, God dang it. All right, right after they said, easy money. <laughs> yeah, easy money. Or is that in the first one, or the second one, or all of them? That was definitely in the first one. That would be hilarious if that was a through line through all of them. They were like, somewhere, at some point, someone always says, easy money. No, 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 no. I mean, the blinking. Like, he did it in both movies. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. I know it I know it definitely happened in the first movie, and who knows or cares about the rest. Because Terminator 2 was so good, doesn't matter if he blinked or not. <laughs> yeah. I really like those movies. Um, I remember watching the second one. And, like, having a crush on Edward Furlong, but also, because I was a teenager then, but also, like, thinking that was such a good movie, but I was, like, terrified to watch the first one because I saw bits and pieces of it when (laughs) I was younger, and I was like, no, that's, I can't. (laughs) So I watched the second one, like, a thousand times, but the first one, I was like, no, it's too scary. (laughs) That's so funny, because the first one, I don't, I, I don't remember anything being scary about that at all. I thought it was really... Well, I watched it later. Um, eventually, I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'll just watch it. If anything, the second one's scarier. He puts a freaking needle right through that guy's eyeball to be like, hey, guess what? I'm the fat cop now. Ka-chow! Oh, like when he turns his hand into that mm-hmm. like spike. Yes. 
And yeah. Is like, well, yeah. yeah, he's definitely scarier than the original uh, because he can mold into different things and like look like people. He's like, have you seen this boy? Have you seen this boy? <laughs> um. So I don't know. Like I thought they were both really good movies, and um, some of the other ones were. I don't. I don't think I liked the third one, but I did like the one. Was it called John Connor or what oh, was that one? No, no, no. I think it. What the heck was it called? It was just called. Uh, what the heck was it called? It, it was you're Is talking the about one the one with uh, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember, but I thought it was a good one too. So, anyway, wait, no, I'm trying to think right now because that's gonna bother me. What the name of that movie? Terminator movie. What's that guy's name? Christian Bale. Oh my god, I can't type for anything. You want to know how I spell Christian? C-H-R-I-A-T-I-A-N. Okay. <laughs> Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Stupid. They get that was that was the first movie I remember seeing the trailer for and being like, uh, this movie is totally like they ruined the twist in the trailer. Like I don't think that was the first time it ever happened, but the twist of it was that Arnold was going to be in it. No, no, that was just the uh, like the surprise. But the twist was is the the guy that they had captured or whatever that showed up to their base that Christian Bale was uh, interrogating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy wakes up and he's like answering these questions and he doesn't realize what's going on and he looks down and he is like all mechanical and he's a Terminator and didn't even realize it. Mm. And they show it in the trailer. It's like, uh. what? That could have been the coolest part of the movie. And they were like, no. <laughs> well, because when you see something like that in the trailer, you're like, well, if they're showing this, there has to be something cooler than that. I can't even imagine what will be in the movie. And they're like, no, this yeah. was like the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you get a little tear in your eye whenever um, in the at the end? Spoiler alert. <laughs> the end of the second one whenever he's like uh arnold is like sinking down in the (laughs) hot lava stuff and he like puts his thumb up (laughs) yeah spoiler alert for the terminator he terminated yeah and then was terminated (laughs) no i did not i did i was like oh he was a good robot he was a good robot (laughs) he was so good But, yeah, I thought that was a really good movie. Um, Especially because they were like, oh, well, we don't have the technology to send a T-2000. We're going to send the old model, but he has heart. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) Can I tell you, I just had a small heart attack because I was like, I don't know that we started recording. Oh. I don't know that I pushed the record button. And can I tell you how many different podcasts, from the biggest podcast to the smallest podcast, of people saying... Things like, I forgot to push the record button, or I pushed the record button and something was unplugged and we did a whole podcast and there was no recording of it. Wowzers. I'll take all the dropout in the world to not have that happen, but I know it's coming sooner or later. (laughs) Yeah, I hope not. (laughs) Me too, because I guarantee you we'll always pine to that one and be like, it was the best one. Yeah. Why didn't we record the best one? (laughs) Hopefully not. Well, at the risk of having another, you know, laptop incident or laptop mic incident, maybe I'll, uh, 
I do have another recorder that I could set up in here. As a like a backup plan, mm-hmm. it would be it would not be good audio, but we still <laughs> I have done some tests in here and we still will be able to hear it. So it's always a maybe. Well, I mean, it never hurts to have a backup plan. So I don't know. I, I don't know when I really wanted to get into this, but I read this the other day and kind of thought, huh, that's interesting. The more I thought about it, the angrier I got, which was uh, Stitcher. The podcasts, um, like you can get, listen to podcasts through Stitcher, like their app mm-hmm. or whatever. They've removed uh, Alex Jones' podcast, like completely. I'm, I'm not familiar with who Alex Jones is. I had a feeling you would say that, so that is why I pulled up his Wikipedia. And uh, he is uh, an American... Ra- now, just as a, a preface to this Wikipedia, like there is a lot of... Uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, no idea. No, it's where you like... God, <laughs> don't I say no to no idea. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you don't know that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how I continue to make you look dumb. Yeah, well, it's not working. Or is it? <laughs> this is how I make you look dumb, you hypocrite. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not addendums. It's like... Uh, oh, it's like citations. There it is. There's like... Uh, just in the first four paragraphs that I'm going to kind of go through of his Wikipedia page, there are... 30 citations and I would say I looked I I just glanced at them and I think that I would say like I don't know two out of three some of them just aren't I don't know if they're 100% applicable but there are some that are very applicable so I think most of what I'm about to say off of Wikipedia is true mostly okay so if anyone knows is like an alex jones expert (laughs) sorry i'm reading it off wikipedia there are no experts i'm an expert (laughs) okay true uh (laughs) but it says he's an american radio show host and conspiracy theorist he hosts the alex jones show uh which airs on genesis communications network across the united states and online jones runs a website infowars.com devoted to conspiracy theories and fake news um. yeah stop me at any point if you're like wait what but it says Jones has been the center of many controversies including his promotion of Sandy the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting conspiracy theories it was a lot of words and his aggressive opposition to gun control in a debate with Piers Morgan he, uh, he has accused the US government of being involved in the Oklahoma City bombing the September 11 attacks and the filming of fake moon landings to hide NASA's secret NASA's secret technology. He's claimed that several governments and big business have uh, colluded to create a new world order through manufactured econ- economic crisis, sophisticated surveillance tech, and above all, inside job terror attacks that fueled uh, exploitable hysteria. Jones has described himself as a libertarian and, this is a word, pale- paleoconservative? Yeah, and has been described as uh, conservative, right-wing, alt-right, and far-right. So, there's a little more to it, if you care. But this is all to, like, set up who, I guess, this guy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think you can get a pretty good picture of who he is from that description. He's mm-hmm. just a... <sighs> like, paranoid? He Yes. <laughs> yes. 
thank you. I think you not being like super familiar with who he is, uh, let you sum it up perfectly. He's a paranoid guy. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know oh. you're talking about Alex Jones and not me, and that's why <laughs> no, I no, just no. high five myself. I was, uh, <laughs> I was speaking for you about me. <laughs> like, no, that's not make, what I was saying at no, all. You're like, I want to make you look stupid. No, no, I thought you. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I thought you summed it up perfect. Uh, he's just a paranoid dude, but uh, so apparently, uh, I guess Spotify uh, and YouTube and Facebook, uh, they. Well, uh, I'll start with Spotify. Spotify it says Spotify pulled several episodes of the Alex Jones show on Wednesday for violating its policy on hate content. Mm-hmm. And what's weird about that is that I don't know. I can't remember if it's in this article or the other one where they kind of like sort of define it, what what they're saying hate speech is or whatever, uh, or hate content. But it's it's weird that they would remove episodes of this guy's podcast and that another carrier would remove his podcast completely Mm -hmm. because I can't imagine that he's the only one on either side that's making outrageous, uh, you know, claims or comments and that people are doing crazy or outrageous things in the name of these, you know, these other idiots. But when you say like hate speech, like what kind of hateful speech Mm. Like, is he trying to rebel rouse? Like, try to get people inspired to rise up? Yeah, well, I, I think you could make that... I think you could make that case, but I think you could also make that case with uh, Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck and uh, Sean Hannity and, you know, other guys like that as well of, you know... I think jo- Alex Jones is more outlandish about the whole thing and way more sensational than even Rush Limbaugh, which is saying something, uh, but I don't, I, I don't know. I well, did he, you say he's an alt right? Like that's what Wikipedia says, and that's what I think I would kind of agree with that because he's uh you know he's into all the like PizzaGate, uh you know Sandy Hook. The Sandy Hook thing is that you know I guess I guess part of the Sandy Hook thing is that it it was uh let me see if they have the perpetrator there basically it's saying that it was faked that you know they claimed that all those people and children had died but they hadn't they were you know kind of like the 9-11 thing where they're like all those people on those planes they just landed those planes in a hangar somewhere and they shipped them all off to you know antarctica or whatever they did like so they, is that what they're trying to say that those people were missing that's what really he, that's what he alex jones dead. is trying to forward is that they're you know uh that the government did that or stage that. So or, is that why they're like taking down his episodes because of that? Because he's spouting off conspiracy theories. I don't understand. Like anyone could say anything crazy. Okay. In this other article that I was reading, it says in a statement to billboard, by the way, this is from billboard.com in a statement to billboard on Thursday, Stitcher said it has removed Alex Jones podcast and found he has on multiple occasions harassed and allowed harassment of private individuals and organizations. And that harassment has led to, uh, has led listeners of the show to engage in similar harassment and other damaging activity. Therefore, we have decided to remove his podcast from the Stitcher platform. Now, what I think is crazy about that is that 
from what it sounds like to me, and again, I don't know, you know, the entirety of what he, Alex Jones, personally has done, but the way I understand it is he has just said things, like he's been outspoken on things, and he says crazy things, but he's just saying them, and from what this statement from Stitcher sounds like is that people have done things in his name, and he is being held accountable for them. But, like, have you ever listened to his podcast? I've listened to his show years ago, and I heard him when he was on Rogan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know at least when he's drunk and high, he will definitely freely talk about interdimensional, time-traveling child molesters. Oh, gross. That is a thing that he Believes believes in, or at least will say that he believes in, just so that people like me will remember that he said something so insane I mean, I guess we would have to listen to what they're saying that they had to remove because if he's just uh, speaking or whatever and inspiring people to do things on their own, then that's one thing. But if he's like telling them to do things, that's another. But that's the thing is what what's the line of and again, I'm I'm sure I'm going to say this and someone is going to, you know, someone <laughs> we know is going to call me and be like, hey, uh, actually, he said this and it's horrifying and you're definitely going to have to say something about it in your intro. And <laughs> yeah, I'll say whoops, my bad. Uh, but like, what could he possibly be saying short of I need you to go out and be violent to people that are, you know, or violent to, towards government workers i guess or government employees like what was charles manson saying to people yeah well he didn't have the same kind of platform that your boy did are you kidding a podcast you don't think that's a bigger platform than no that's what i'm saying hippie compound (laughs) yeah but how many people did he really have uh how many did he need like he had enough i think that that is a I'm going to say that that's a far reach to make a Charles Manson comparison. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not comparing him specifically to Charles Manson because I've never heard any of the things that you're referencing. So there's no way for me to be like, yeah, he's just like Charles Manson. But I'm just saying, like, uh, people are uh, influenced easily by someone who they find charismatic. I definitely agree. And I think that people can take... Uh advantage of their own charisma because i remember you know when i used to be a huge fan of glenn beck like Mm -hmm. part of what got me uh disillusioned with him is hearing how people would interpret what he was saying and even people people that would call in that would be I, i it would to me would sound like they were interpreting what he was saying wrong glenn beck that is right he wouldn't necessarily set them straight he would just you know he had his stock line of like well you need to do your own research yeah well he doesn't want them to not be a follower because he told him wrong (laughs) yeah i mean he he, i mean how else is he going to get dummies like me to buy you know copies of his book because i definitely have uh, a copy of his book that it was signed by him that yeah, I waited yeah, in line. Yeah, we met him. Yep, I met him. I shook his hand. I felt really cool because he laughed at my shirt because it was like, I think it had the Sesame Street characters on it and it said representing the streets and he looked at it and was like, huh. And I was like, Glenn Beck, the clown laughed at me. I made the clown <laughs> laugh. Hooray, I did it. Uh, and I bought, what is it? Those, uh, I think it was, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He he had me on the hook for a while. Yeah. And so it's, you know, and I, I'd i like to think that I'm slightly smarter than I was, but, you know, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, 
theoretically, I love, uh, you know, Joe Rogan as much, or I'm as into Joe Rogan as much as I was into, you know, Glenn and Rush and all of that. And who knows, in, you know, five more years, I might look back and be like, Jesus above, why did I think all these people, why did I think Rogan was who I thought he was? Maybe he's, you know, whatever. Yeah, but I feel like he has a open-minded view. Like he's open to discussing things even if it's not his views. I agree. So, but, I find that intriguing. Yeah. And I I mean clearly a lot of other people do too. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um but all that to say too is Alex Jones could I don't know. It it's so uh, that's why I was like unsure if I even wanted to bring this up because I knew the deeper we went into it, the more I was going to I don't know, find myself lost <laughs> in explanation of how I think listen I, I think listeners of political talk radio like uh like AM radio and I think that I think Alex Jones is a kind of an offshoot of that. Whereas I think some like political podcasts now are kind of a different animal. Uh I think Alex Jones is kind of a he was that in between stage. Like when, yeah. whenever there was going to be a switch between radio and podcasts, he's definitely the like. Yeah, I mean, I again, like I have never had any experience like listening to his podcast or anything that he's ever done. I have no idea who he is beyond this conversation that we're having. But I guess I would still say we would need to hear what he's like saying. Is he like trying to inspire people or? Is he trying to inspire people to do things he's not saying? Um, or is he just saying to do things? Yeah, because if he's not saying them, then that's ridiculous. But, but by even the way, if he's not saying them, sometimes people have a way to do that, too. Like but that's not... You can't... If it's up to that kind of interpretation, then you can't... That My whole point with bringing this up is, either way, unless he is explicitly telling people go and do this thing that is bad or illegal or whatever, I don't think that he should be taken off of any platform. I think, I don't think he should be propped up on those platforms. I don't think he should be on the front page. Like check out the most popular podcast in the world is the Alex Jones show. But it's, I think you're doing, but he probably will get more listeners now because of this. You're, you're just fueling the fire by doing that. Because the more, if Spotify ends up taking him completely off or anybody else, because I think in one of the articles I read, it says, you know, it made it seem like, oh, well, somehow, you know, iTunes and Google are still leaving him up. If one of those two fools drop him, dude, he'll be more popular than he'll know what to do with. He will not even know what to do with this stratospheric popularity he will have. Because he'll be that guy. He'll be the Jordans that weren't allowed to be worn during an NBA game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just... I don't know. It's just a bad move. Like, it, just leaving him on would be fine. Because, first of all, he never would have made it onto this podcast. I promise you. I guarantee he never would have. Unless he did go, you know, completely crazy and tell people to go, you know, kill government employees or something. Which I don't think he's doing. I couldn't imagine he would be on any platform anymore or continuing to make shows if that's what he was advocating. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people will have to, I guess, see what's going on there before they could make an informed decision. Come on, son. You know they're not going to do that. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's not really what people do at all. No. 
You don't think James Gunn got fired the same day that those tweets came out? You think people are going to be level-headed about Alex Jones? I know you don't know who he is, but the people that do are all rolling their eyes with me like, of course they won't. Because whether you agree with him or not, like, I, I think it's important to hear all sides of every argument, even the crazy sides. Because there's something to it. Like, if you know every angle that that people are coming to a subject at, it makes it, for me at least, it makes it easier for me to digest that subject. You know what I mean? Like, he, Alex Jones, thinks, or at least at some point has proposed that possibly that Sandy Hook shooting was staged. And, uh, you know, to bring Rogan up again, he Rogan talks about a guy that was a conspiracy theorist whose child died at Sandy Hook. And now conspiracy theorists are telling this guy that he's a liar, that his kid is still alive somewhere. And that, you know, so and this guy's like now that, you know, Rogan's talking about how this guy is just mortified now. And he's, you know, now that he's able to see it from this side and it's kind of taken him out of that conspiracy theory world because... I mean, I don't think that there's no com- conspiracies. Like, yeah, there I know. isn't any. Like, I'm sure there are tons. Probably some that people haven't even thought of to look at. Exactly. Because they covered it up so well. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that seems, like, devastating. To have someone tell you that you're lying your kid is alive somewhere. Yeah. And you had to bury your own child. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, you can't, how an else excavation? Can you, yeah. Are you supposed to make your life even more miserable by digging up your kid and being like, no, he's here. Yeah, prove you wrong. Do it, Move yeah. on. Got, gotcha, I guess. Um, So, <laughs> in a weirder, funnier note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw this tweet from Tom Segura. Who, if you don't know who Tom Segura is, find Get out. Get your whole life, he is, yeah. A comedian that is amazing, like him and his wife Christina Pajitsky. Um, they have their, a podcast called Your Mom's House, which is hilarious. Um, and they're like they film it on YouTube, and um, you can listen to it on Castbox or whatever platform you want to. But also, like they both have uh, stand-up specials on Netflix that are amazing. <laughs> um, but he tweeted, thank you so much for bon- bombarding me with messages about Sensei's new job. There's nothing Master Seagal can't do except show us his real hair color. So apparently Steven Seagal <laughs> <laughs> is, wait, 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 wait. Before you tell me what it is, he already is a cop somewhere, right? Like he is a police officer well, of some kind. Well, he used to be. Like, Didn't he have a, like a television show mm-hmm. where he was like teaching people Yes. Uh, maneuvers and stuff. and Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently he has defected to Russia and he became a citizen in like 2016. Yes. Um, and now um, Russia has appointed actor Steven Seagal <laughs> as a special representative for humanitarian relations. I totally did glance <laughs> over that, but I, I, the way I read that wrong because I thought he had just had always been that. No, but that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, I read the article about that, and it said that that like the LAPD 
are like starting an investigation into him because apparently <laughs> like he like raped and like battered someone but yikes so he in 2016 he decided to become a russian citizen and apparently he's friends with vladimir putin dude if i it seems like if you were an actor in your 30s in the mid to late 90s <laughs> you definitely did some inappropriate hashtag me too stuff yeah. And Steven Seagal seems like he would have been the leader of it because he seems like the most just ob- not obnoxious is wrong, but that's right too. But like the, what's the word? Like stuck up? No. Sure of himself? No. Yeah, confident. Uh, False confident guy ever. He's egotistical. Like, I learned how to kick someone in the face once so no one can mess with me. Like, listen, uh, that is the one thing I always say about karate guys. Like, if you know that they, like, if it ever happened like a movie where the guy like, you know, in the movies, the leg. yeah, <laughs> I would be like, what? And I would dodge it. I would dodge the sweep. No, you know how on, uh, on movies, like when there's a, someone that's about to do some crazy Kung Fu on you, they do like a little, they do like a 30 second, uh, uh, like you know, a little a demonstration. demonstration. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, look at all the ways I'm going to kick you and nunchuck you. And I'm going to boast after you right in the teeth. That is when you just pull out your gun and shoot that person in their kneecap. And be like, mm-hmm. all right, good luck with that kicking in the face, my dude. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why do they always do a demonstration <laughs> first? Because <laughs> how else would you know that was the kung fu guy? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're watching Three Ninjas Kick Back, how would you possibly know? Yeah, or a roadhouse. Like, <laughs> You know what's funny? I've never seen that, and I probably know every reference to that movie. <laughs> yeah, we need to watch it. Like... Some of it is really cheesy, but some of the fight scenes are comical, too. Cause by some of it, do you mean the part between the opening credits and the ending credits? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Patrick Swayze was in it. <laughs> yeah, Peace Ways, man. He had some real misses. He, well, he had some charm. But, um, and, like, he, <laughs> like, that was, I don't know. It was, I don't think it was a great movie, but if it comes on, I'll watch it. Just because he's in it and because there's some funny <laughs> fight scene demonstrations <laughs> <laughs> you know that's you just said something that i i realize it kind of sucks now that we don't have regular cable anymore is that there is no uh it was on so we watched it you know what i mean like yeah. you are flipping through and you're like oh it's the tbs superstation and they're playing jurassic park and it's two-thirds of the way through but i'll watch the last half Oh, yeah. Like, I'll watch I used to Newman watch get... so many movies because it was just on. Yeah. Like, um, most of the John Hughes movies, anytime those were on, like The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Um, I can't think of the other ones. There's tons of them. But, like, I love those movies. And I was like... Um, what was his name? John Hughes? Did he do yeah, uh, John Hughes. Home Alone? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, so even that, like, I love that movie, too, because I was in that time frame. That's weird. I'd like to go back and see if there's anything, because Home Alone seems, maybe it's because there's not, like, uh, weird high school stuff going on in that movie. It's just mm-hmm. a kid against two uh, attackers <laughs> uh, that it seems so different than all of his other movies, but maybe it's actually not, because I never really paid attention. It wasn't until, really, we got into our, like, later 20s and 30s that I really started truly trying to be like, oh, this guy directed this movie, and it's kind of this way, or this actor's in this movie, and let's see what his range is. Um, 
Yeah, but he had a lot of really good movies. And, uh, but it, like back to Steven Seagal, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's always time for Seagal. Yeah, like, I, that's another actor that my dad was like really into. So we used to watch all his <laughs> movies all the time. And like, he just seemed like, I can't think of, there's a movie. I can't think of what the name of it is. Under Siege. It could be that. Under Siege 2. No, it's like... Still sieging. It's something about being dead or something like... Dracula dead and loving it. <laughs> no, that was a Leslie Nielsen joint. Um, he could have been in that movie. It's some kind of crazy, you know, O.J. Simpson style guest star. No, it's like death something or... Death becomes her. No. <laughs> but, uh, like, he did seem, like, deadly. And apparently he didn't just do those moves on the, like... On the movies, he didn't just fake it. He actually <laughs> knew how to kill. Well, I'm going to say that if I had to pick between... If I was like, uh, you know, dodgeball style picking a team and the last two were Chuck Norris and Steve Seagal, I would pick old Chuck before I pick Steve. Really? I don't know. Like, Chuck Norris seems like he has that American heart. No, he's legit. Like, he was, he is a legit martial arts guy. He will kick you directly in your teeth. <laughs> But I think Steven Seagal does, too. But apparently he has that cold Russian blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Jean- Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've heard a couple stories on podcasts that that guy is just the worst. And not the worst. Really? Not the worst, like... Uh, he has a, a show on Amazon that... Called I'm the Worst. <laughs> no, I think it's about him, like, making fun of himself. But, like, he's it's like an action show. I would have to read the. I think. Oh, I know what you're. T- I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name either, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. God, man, Steven Seagal has some amazing movie titles under his belt, such as "Driven to Kill," no, "Against the Dark," no, "Kill Switch," nope, "Pistol Whipped," no, "Urban Justice," "Flight of Fury," "Attack Force," "Shadow Man," "Mercenary of Justice," "Black Dawn." No. Isn't there one where he was on a cruise ship? Dude, that was just in the early 2000s. Let's go 1988. He was in Above the Law. Hard to Kill. Hard to Kill. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Marked for Death. On Deadly Ground? Is that what you're thinking? Could be. I think it was Hard to Kill. Ooh, and his greatest role he ever played was uh, Steven Seagal on Roseanne. Mm. <laughs> and that episode was called <laughs> Rosambo. That's hilarious. But I just think that's funny that he is um an ambassador <laughs> to the United States, I guess. I don't Well, wasn't uh we're like what? we're investigating you for rape and <laughs> uh battery and but... you have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So come on over. Uh, <laughs> diplomatic. diplomatic. What is community. that? Uh, that's from Die Hard. It could One be. One of the Die Hards. Yeah. Oh, I love Die Hards too. Even though apparently um, he just like Bruce Willis is like, those are not Christmas movies. Man, Bruce Willis is an idiot. Bruce, have you seen the movies? Have you In the first it? one, you're trying to get home to your wife on Christmas. Nah, bruh. Um... In the second one, he also was trying to get home with a teddy bear on Christmas. <laughs> mm, that was a director's choice, though. That wasn't a... But isn't... 
speaking of weird ambassadors, isn't Dennis Rodman the ambassador for to like China or something? I think it's to North Korea. North Korea. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we've basically slowly be been becoming a uh, uh, what's the word a reality show. <laughs> the yeah, whole world water. has been slowly becoming a reality show, and now that we have our king Donald Trump to be, you know, I guess king of the reality show or head. He he won. He won the reality show called Earth. Dennis Rodman ambassador is the third thing that came up. Dennis Rodman amethyst was the second. What does that mean? No clue, man. Like a gemstone? Kim Jong-un effectively made Dennis Rodman a U.S. ambassador, and that was an article from 2017. Good for him. Mm. Uh... Well, something else crazy I saw was that Lance Bass from NSYNC... (laughs) Is buying the Brady Bunch house. Good for him. I saw it was for sale a little while ago. Yeah, well, he's trying to buy it. The sale hasn't gone through yet, but it's pretty much a done deal, I think. That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, and I guess he's going to remodel it inside to make it look like the actual show. So, <laughs> I like, I think it's cool to... I guess reminisce about TV shows from the old days or whatever. And I guess maybe if I had a disposable income that allowed me to buy Brady Bunch houses, because uh, that house was, he's buying it for like one million eight hundred and something thousand dollars. So if I, I guess if I had that kind of money to just piss away, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I would be like, yeah, Brady Bunch house, remodeling I, it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I would have to be pretty like i would have to be so stupid rich that it would just mean nothing because like i let's okay like oprah rich i would have to be twice oprah rich like bill gates rich i would have to be three times bill gates rich because i'm sure oprah's no i'm kidding no no uh no but like i love star wars but if somebody was like you can buy luke skywalker's original lightsaber for 1.8 million dollars do you know how much money I would have to have? A lot. Like, yeah. so much that people would be like, you could afford 80 of those. And I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> I need to be able to afford 80,000 of those to get that. Because it's just such a dumb thing. But what if they were like, DJ, you can buy the shell, the outer shell of the Millennium Falcon. You know what I would do? I would buy that, even if I couldn't afford it. And I would, you know, there used to be, like, this big trend, like, whenever a new phone would come out or whenever a new video game system would come out, uh, somebody would, they would make sure, they would, like, take that week off of work. Because this is also in, like, the, uh, I don't know, if YouTube's, like, 10 years old. It was, like, at the five-year mark of YouTube. Mm -hmm. People started realizing that you could, like, shock value got got views. And so they would go... They would make sure that they were the first person in line to get the new iPhone or the new PlayStation 4 or whatever it was. iPad or... Yep. And then they would buy it and they would hold it up. 
And they would be like, everyone, I got it. And everyone would cheer. And then they would take it out of the box and be like, can you believe it? Doesn't it look <laughs> awesome? And they'd be like, yes. And then they would smash it to death right wow. in front of everyone. There was so one... you're saying you would smash the Millennium Falcon shell? Buddy, I would smash it. I don't believe you. I would smash it so hard. I don't believe you. I love it very much. And like, it I feel my... like that you would try to make some kind of house out of it and live in there, even if it didn't have a roof. Yeah, that that would be <laughs> my own personal, uh, you know, conspiracy theory. They were like, he didn't actually do it. He left the real Millennium Falcon in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, he. That's exactly what he did. Uh, no, he didn't. He's a lie. Can I tell you? I promise you. J- you know what? If there hadn't been such weird backlash to the last Star Wars movie, I probably wouldn't care. I probably would just not ever want to buy it. But now, oh, now I want to just take everything. That all of my, you know, supposedly uh, fellow fans hold dear and just burn it to the ground in Why? front of them and be like, you did this to yourself. I'm confused. There is still, I, okay, just to show how <laughs> nerdy I am, I have a uh, a club on Xbox that is all about uh, Star Wars Battlefront. It's a video game. And the, one of the, one of my admins in that group just started a Discord and that's like a it's like a way that you can do text chat and you can do voice chat and it's a way that you can do it's to if you're doing communicate yeah and it's an easier way to do it for like if you're if you are playing games with someone it's an easy way to just be like hit me up on discord um but within a day of that discord being uh made there's only like 10 people in it so far and they're already fighting with themselves about how the last jedi was it was too woman centric they were trying to force a message down our throats Ugh. and for those people i will i will truly smash <laughs> i will truly hulk smash that thing and i will set it ablaze and I'll be like, you, all of you, you've ruined it for me, so I'm ruining it for you now. Good day. So you don't think that's true? What? That they're trying to force a message? No. I mean, now that it's not controlled by George Lucas. I I mean, maybe they are, but like, I, I don't know. My experience with it was I got to see it on opening weekend. I was super stoked about it. I freaking, you know, I loved it. And then when it came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago, we watched it again, and I was underwhelmed with it. And I don't know, I don't know that these you know these movies, the new ones, are necessarily even for me. Like I grew up with the original trilogy, I lived through the prequel trilogy, and now there's this thing that's happening, and I don't, I don't necessarily get or super 100% enjoy the story that has happened so far, but they also haven't finished telling the story yet. Yeah, that's true. So, but I don't see why that would make you like dislike the millennium Falcon even less or at all because because that's part of the original story. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) it's all or nothing, I guess. All or nothing. My dudes, (laughs) look what you've done. Yeah. Look what you've done. Listen, I'll be like, you did this. Don't you have a funny story about some guy, like... <laughs> what? Like, acting erratically in a car and then looking at you like, you've done this. No, uh... Look what you made me do. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, it's a quick story. There was this guy on a back road <laughs> that... 
he was like he kept brake checking me and he kept driving into it was a two lane road and he kept like just doing just really erratic like he would go into oncoming traffic and come back and just like make all these just really <laughs> fast movements to the point to where I mean I was like three or four car lengths behind him. Were and, you driving a work truck? Yeah. And with a trailer? Uh that I don't recall. But okay. I do know that this guy was doing such erratic movements that he ended up like doing a th- uh, 180 and was like faced right at me, but he was in like the wrong lane. So I was able to like drive past him, but he was looking at me like looking at me and like yelling. His windows were up, but I could see his mouth moving and his arm going as if I had done something to him and was just like, well, I'm not stopping at all. Yeah. Just like the other day when we were, driving back from like we took our dog to the groomer and we were like driving back home and we took a side street and some old guy was out there and he was like hey uh can you just pull over hey i'm trying to get your attention by putting up one finger and trying to stop you because i'm standing in the middle of the road oh no the way you said that i thought you meant like just an old geezer but no this was like some weird old homeless looking guy but not not old, like decrepit, just slightly older. Like he might have been in his late fifties or something. And it seemed like it could have been some kind of a trap. Like uh, it did not seem legit. I was like, no. He was definitely standing next to thick woods, so I feel like we would have stopped, <laughs> and he would have pulled me right out of the window and been yeah, like, "You're coming with me us to get, get chopped up into little bitty bits." It's me, Robin Hood. <laughs> it's me, Robin Hood. You're like, I'm poor too. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me some of them goods that you've just stolen from the rich. Yeah. No, we had to protect that little dog, so we did not stop. Ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, I don't even know how we got off on this tangent. I don't either, but I do know this. Uh, it's time for that segment that you love called I Only Read the Headlines. Okay. Uh, I only have one this week. And here we go. Tim Allen breaks silence on Roseanne firing. Who makes up these rules? Okay. And so ends our segment. Uh, I almost <laughs> read that article, so this almost was a disaster <laughs> for you. <laughs> Look, I, I think I saved it, but I didn't read it yet. You know why I don't even care to read that article? I'll tell you. Because, first of all, Tim Allen, no one was on pins and needles waiting for you. <laughs> to break your silence. To break your silence <laughs> that we didn't know. And that might as well be me being like, yeah, I was on a hunger strike. Like, what? For what? Oh, well, for Roseanne. What? Who, who are you? Who knew or cared? <laughs> like, why? Tim Allen, just take your Toy Story money and go home, dude. You did it. You won. If you're in a Toy yeah. Story, you don't ever talk again. You take your Toy Story money and you just roll around in it like you're a Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Wasn't he the Santa Claus? Yes. Papa Gijo. Papa Gijo. <laughs> uh... Yeah. What else did he do? Anything else of uh, note? Home he was, improvement. He was the, well, I mean, movie wise, but of course. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> which, was that yeah, a that Adam not... Sandler impression? Yeah, or was that, that a... seemed more like. <laughs> uh, he was also in the reboot of a Shaggy DA. Oh, he was? Yes. Never seen it. He liked turning into Never stuff. Never heard of it. <laughs> he liked turning into Santa Clauses and dogs. In that movie? I mean, it, there were two separate movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't what? think of any other like big movies that he was in. But again, 
there were three the Santa Clauses movies. There was Home Improvement that lasted for my entire childhood. Didn't he get in trouble for like a DUI or something? He, uh, I guess it came out a long time ago that he used to deal in and do cocaine. But I think he had a DUI too. Maybe. Maybe he got to an accident. Still got that Toy Story money, son. That's legit. Dude, we went to Toy Story World at Universal. We there did? Was, I don't know. There was some kind of Toy Story. Maybe it was closed, but we, we definitely walked past it. And I remember thinking, good God, I remember when that first movie came out and just thought like, wow, this is really cool looking. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've been to a theme park. I think the last time we went was Hollow Scream with uh, our friends, uh D and Tammy, is that right? Is that the last time we went? Yeah, it probably is because not I... Hollow Scream, Halloween Horror Nights. We went to Universal, not Bush Gardens. Uh, yeah, and we like ro- rode that Rip Rocket roller coaster or whatever. And, and then, then the next week, it had gotten stuck upside down. <laughs> I think down. it was like the next day, <laughs> dude. And I already was like skeptical as hell about going on that thing. Yeah, because uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> DJ is afraid of heights. Super duper afraid of heights. I, like I am too. Like I get really nervous. Like even going up on like bleachers. I'm like, if I fell, then my face would just be ruined. <laughs> no, but I'm irrational. Like I am the I am the person that the lifeguards uh, warn you about. They're like, let them tire <laughs> themselves out so that they don't drown you too. That's me with heights. Yeah, or swimming. <laughs> I'm fine with swimming. Even though he's a pool builder. I'll just let the tide take me. Like, this is happening, I guess. I'm drowning to death. He will drown you, too. Um. (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway. um. Oh, wait. Sorry. I had, I didn't, I forgot I had one more. I had one more uh, article. Oh, headline? Headline for headlines that will get no further interaction. Uh, Facebook has begun internally testing its dating feature. <laughs> what dating feature? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, they're internally testing it, so it doesn't exist for us yet. The non... By the way, it's so funny to hear that Facebook is dead, and it seems as though Facebook doesn't realize its own death has occurred. It's like, oh, no, no, we're going to start a dating app. For who? 50-year-olds that still think Facebook is cool? Because they got on it when they were 45, and they were like, my grandkids love it. I don't think... Are you 45 and have grandkids? I don't think that's normal. Oh, I have a story to tell about age. (laughs) Is this how someone got your age exactly correct? Yeah, exactly correct. (laughs) So, here's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys. (laughs) Gather around. Guys, this is where the hypocrite part comes in. Listen close. All right, this (laughs) is where... Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but... (laughs) So I went down to my local grocery store and I bought a few grocery items, including some wine. And whenever I got up to the register, I put the wine up there and um, like the cashier was an older lady. I would say probably maybe like mid 60s, early 70s. Mm -hmm. And like she was there and then a. a lady that probably I would say was in her like 50s, maybe early 60s, like came over to help her bag. Mm-hmm. So whenever she like grabbed the wine, she the older lady looked at me and then looked at the other lady like, I don't know, should I ID her? <laughs> mm, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. And like I am 37 years old. 
I'm okay with my age. I'm not worried about it. Like, if you want to see my ID because you think I'm some kind of secret shopper, <laughs> just let me know. I'll get it out. But otherwise, I think it's a hassle because I know I'm not 21. I know I don't look like I am. <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. So don't worry about offending me or not offending me. If you need my ID, ask me for it. Yeah, but you're a lady. We don't ask ladies their age. Well, I'm not ashamed of it. I like I lived this long. I feel like that's a badge of courage. <laughs> um, so it's a very old, tarnished badge. Thirty-seven. I'm just kidding, <laughs> sir. You better watch out. There's a nice patina. an old tarnished badge. I don't. It's got a fine. I cannot even believe you just said that to me right now. <laughs> no, the badge, not the person. It's got a nice patina mm. on it. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, the badge. Anyway. So anyway, so the lady's like looking at the other lady, like, I don't know if I should uh, ID her or not. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay, what, whatever, or whatever. And then the lady says, she's like, she's like, oh, you look very young for your age. But they didn't know what my age was. They didn't ask me. I did not tell them I was 37. And I, I imagine <laughs> you had not given them your ID yet I either. did not give them my ID. <laughs> but apparently I look young for my age. I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, you're right on the cusp. And the other lady's like, yeah, that's a compliment to you. And I'm like, okay. I'm not sure what the compliment is that I don't look 50 years old. Isn't that the cutoff <laughs> where you don't ID people? <laughs> Like, hey, you look really young, too. I bet your great, 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 great grandchildren tell you that as well. Yeah, I'm sure they tell you that every day. <laughs> They're oh. like, wow, you're the youngest looking alive mummy I've ever seen. <laughs> but, like, I don't, like, it. if they had just said, hey, I need to see your ID, then that would have been fine. But instead, they tried to compliment me by not knowing my age and then telling me I looked young for it. So I thought that was really awkward. And then I was like, what the hell? <laughs> because I don't think like. You should have been like, no, I want to see your manager. I'm not showing my ID to anyone but the manager. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Meh. But like, I've I been alive long enough that I won't do such a thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just, I don't know. Like, I thought that was kind of annoying because I don't feel like I look old, but I'm not trying to look young. So that like. I don't know. My face is still smooth, I think. And I I don't think I look 21, but I don't think I look like like I shouldn't be ID'd because I'm 50 or 60. <laughs> so, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just thought that was crazy. I'm like, I don't know. I was dumbfounded. It's just funny because it's gone like I've had weird ups and downs with that because like now... I feel like I definitely have a like I can see the age in my face. You know what I mean? I disagree. I can see the age. With you, yeah, whatever. I can see the age in my face. I know my hairline. I can see it starting to slowly want to creep on back. But like I remember, uh, I think I was twenty five ish. Nineteen. Yeah, I was (laughs) nineteen. No, no, no. Whenever I was working at Walmart for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and uh, I made friends with a couple people there, and this one. (laughs) My buddy, Eric, bless him. I loved Eric. Uh, he, We were outside talking, getting ready to leave. And this girl came up that he knew that also worked there. And we were talking about vehicles for some reason. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's saying to her, he's like, what kind of vehicle do you think he would drive? And she looked at me up and down and was like, a van with no windows. I was oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta go. You're like, do you know if there's any for sale? 
you yeah. anything? <laughs> Can you help me? Can you look in it for me? Yeah. Just go in first, and I definitely won't push you in. <laughs> yeah. What was it on the Silence of the Lamb? That's how the guy tricked him. He was like, can you help me move this furniture or whatever? And then they got in first to carry in like a carpet or something, and then he closed the doors. No! Uh, yeah, so that was... By the way, like, I, he, did, I did not he know... He totally owns a man. I did... No windows. I didn't know this girl even. Like, and that was... Like, that's something I would say to somebody. So, I guess the turnabout's fair play, but, like, she was not... She didn't look like she was kidding, is all I'm saying. Aww. She just... What? That was, that looked fake. It might have been real, but it looked like what, you were my... just like, aww. <laughs> Sympathy for you looking like a creep. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> like ten years ago or whatever. Uh, You're my creep, babe. Mm. You better not be creeping around. Uh, yeah. No, but um, I think that you have like Benjamin Button somehow because when we were younger, like I don't, I think I met you when I was 21 and you were 19. Well, that was the thing. When I was young, when I was 19 through like 25, that's when people would be like, you're like 32, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like no, I thought I'm you 20. were like 25 or something. <laughs> I thought you were way older. But I think it's because you had like a crazy beard. And like, didn't you like make a pact with your friend? You're like, oh, because he was in the army and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm not going to cut my hair or something until you come back. Yeah, I wasn't going to cut my hair or shave my face until he got back from... I can't remember if it was basic training or if it was from his first tour. I think it might have been basic training, though. Yeah, that seems right. Basic training seems right. And then you kept a cigarette that went stale. <laughs> Dude, it went super stale. We had that stale. cigarette for a long time, though. We might still have it somewhere. It could be. In a drawer somewhere, just being... <laughs> Ugh, I can't imagine. Being dusty tobacco. Like, one, we quit smoking, like, I don't know, what... Five or six years ago. You know what's funny? I don't know and I don't ever care to like really actually know because I smoked for so long and I still, I'm telling you, if tomorrow they found out smoking did, was not as bad for you as we all thought, I would start smoking again tomorrow. Well, we can't afford that, so I'm going to go ahead and say no, you wouldn't. <laughs> mm, listen, I hear I about... I mean, smoking is pretty great, but it's not really great. <laughs> I hear all the time about somehow men are able to make enough money to support two families, and neither of the families know about each other. Well, I mean, if that's the case, I'm going to need to find that out right now. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, I should be able to support my two-carton-a-week habit. Yeah, once you can support a second family, then okay. <laughs> Without my income. (laughs) (laughs) That's not right. That's not fair, man. Yeah, it's fair. (laughs) Like, you were not having cigarette children. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like, we quit smoking a long time ago. And, uh, like, could you imagine trying to smoke that stale cigarette now? Like, one, you haven't smoked in, like, five or six years, and that cigarette could not be more stale if it wanted to. I smoke stale cigarettes, and it's like, it is strangely like eating stale food like you can tell that it is it's trying to tell you don't do this thing you're doing it's not right to do anymore as opposed to you know regular cigarettes that are like yum 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 (laughs) you shouldn't have done it (laughs) yeah but i don't know like i think i was telling you too like whenever we um first had gotten together you freaking snored so bad. Like, I used to wake you up because I was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something right now. 
we were almost a murder documentary show when you would wake me up. <laughs> well, yeah, we were because I wanted to murder you anyway if you didn't wake up. I'm going to tell so you. So it's probably tit for tat. Nah, dude. You waking me up is the craziest thing anyone's ever done. They would have interviewed me and it's like this. <laughs> hey, I mean, we all know what happened, but just tell us the reasons why you shouldn't be here. And I'd be like, she tried to wake me up when I was snoring and I was all the way asleep. Like, yeah, man, we don't understand why you're in here either because we would have murdered her too, man. Well, there was luck. only one other option, and I wanted you to wake up in the morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, that was crazy, though. Because, and it didn't matter if you were facing me or facing away from me. Like, it was a nightmare. I'm like, I can't, I, there was no way for me to go to sleep if you were, like, sleeping in REM sleep. <laughs> So I'm sorry I had to wake you, like tap you a little bit to like wake you up so you would shut that down. But it didn't last long anyway because you can go right to sleep. So you would be right back sawing those logs at full force <laughs> immediately. So look, man, don't be waking people up. Yeah, go sleep. By the way, you know what I did when you would snore? Because yeah, you snored. No, I never snored. Uh huh. Well, one the one time that you did, you know, the what one I, time. <laughs> You know what I did? <laughs> I went and slept on the couch. Oh, was that bad? Like an adult. No, because I just didn't want to wake you up. Oh, because okay. I knew what it was like to be woken up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, nah, I'll just go to the couch and sleep there. So you're saying if I want the bed all to myself, I just have to start snoring. <laughs> no, now I'll just kick you out of it. <laughs> wake up on the floor, see what happens. No, but I'm just saying like there's like a 360... <laughs> On, like, your snoring patterns now, because, like, when you were... You're 180. Oh, yeah, 180. <laughs> yeah, yes. 180. He turned yes, around, yes, and now he's... Yes, yes, He yes, did yes, it. He yes, made me yes, look yes. stupid. Ah! Sorry, I just had to run around doing that soccer player goal thing. Ah! I'm pretty sure that the people... Like, I'm pretty sure that the people will love me more now, because I'm the underdog. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. I mean, yeah. everyone's got to start somewhere. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, see, my own husband is trying to persecute me, the white man. <laughs> yeah, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut. Trying to make me look stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Whoa. <laughs> I rescind all things I was trying to do. I'm just kidding. You know Bethany I'm just kidding. Wins. Yeah. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Just kidding. Turns out I was the hypocrite dumb guy the whole time. No, no, no. But, like, I'm trying to get to a point here. Uh -huh. Like, he was a smoker and, like, he was um, weighed a lot more. So now that he's, like, lost, what did you lose? Like, 70 pounds? Yeah. And, like, you're not a smoker. Like, your snore is non-existent. And I think it is the most <laughs> wonderful thing there is. I don't have to wake you up anymore because you're silent. <laughs> I don't have to, like, put my finger under your nose to make sure you're breathing. <laughs> because you're not snoring. <laughs> Sorry? No. I mean, I think it's awesome. So, and I think, I don't know. Like, I think you look younger, too, now. Even though I don't, clearly... 
What? Sh- oh, yeah, according to two old freaking bags of women that are like, hey, we're a thousand years old, so we're so old we can't even tell what youth looks like anymore because it's been that long since we've been there. Yeah. Well, we I mean, I'm not even saying youth, but... But we also... T- that's don't a- tell me it's a compliment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I came in here and thought you were dead. Congratulations on being alive still. <laughs> yeah. I thought they just propped some, a dead person up at the cash register. Um, so we were at about that time, and uh, I've realized something. What's that? I'm the one without the recommendation today. Mm. <laughs> Are you also the one without the recommendation? I mean, I didn't really come to the table with a recommendation, but yeah, like while we were talking about uh, Tom Segura, I would recommend that anyone watches... Netflix specials. Do you know what those are called? By I don't. <laughs> God, what are they called? Bethany. I'm sorry. I'm the prepared. only thing that is saving you right now is the fact that you just thought of it during. <laughs> well, you don't have one either. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you think I deflect off of that? I make fun of you for not knowing about the one you're doing. Yeah, but like, it doesn't matter which one it is because he has a few on there, but. Remember his, the name, Tom Segura. And his last two were in 2016 and 2018, and that is Mostly Stories and Disgraceful. Disgraceful. Is there another one on there, too? There is. I think he was just saying the other day on some podcast that they put Completely Normal back on there as well. And he might have one more, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, check that out, because those are hilarious. Like... If somehow you're not a Tom Segura fan, strap in because you are going to be like, what? I love this man. There is nothing that he can say that I will not laugh at. Yeah. And he also loves murder shows as much as I do. And as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my recommendation. I'm sorry I didn't research it and have exact information. I mean, shame on you, but I guess we'll forgive you this time. Yeah, I guess. Now let's let's talk about your recommendation. Oh yeah, I wish we had time, but we're all we're all wrapped up. So all maybe right. next time. Sorry, we shouldn't have been talk. We if we hadn't mentioned Dennis Rodman and Steven Seagal and all that stuff. Basically, if we hadn't done the whole show, I would have had time. But yeah. oh man, I wish there was just more time. Ah oh, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I. Um, want to say too that like I love doing this show uh, it's a really fun and like lately we've been getting like positive feedback from a few like other podcasts and uh, like it's kind of like I know that DJ usually does the um, what what do you call it the intro the intro so like he's usually the person that will be like hey this is what's going on blah 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 thanks guys all this and all that but i would like to um thank a pod full of sunshine for giving us a great review like i listened to what they said about us and i was um ecstatic because of course that's what like i would want people to think of what we're doing because we just started and like it's really fun and uh like i i just really like doing it and so like after they said that about us then i uh was interested in listening to what they do and i thought it was really entertaining as well so thank you very much and uh <laughs> no it's you we have friends that talk about you know tell us what they think about the podcast and you know we love them and appreciate their feedback but it's uh 
you know, what are you going to tell your friends their show sucks? No. You're going to be like, ah, it was good. We liked it. So when someone outside of that group is saying like, hey, we enjoy what you're doing, uh, it's a... not that what you know, not that what our friends are saying isn't also helping push us forward, but it's like, oh my god, people other than just someone that we know is hearing it and enjoying it in any way. Well, yeah, and it's not just people that we know. Like other podcasts, seems like it's peers, like people that are trying to do the same thing that we're doing. So that to hear that they like what we're doing is awesome, and we like what they're doing as well. So I just wanted to say. Oh, you know what my recommendation is this week? It's uh, more of a shout out to our one listener on Spotify and our one listener on Stitcher. <laughs> I don't know how you guys found us or if that's just the only way you guys listen, but I see you. I see you out there. Yeah. I'm high-fiving you right now. Put up your hand. <laughs> yeah, so. One, though. That's amazing to me because like, we get we can see like a little breakdown. It's like one on Stitcher, one on Spotify. I'm like, oh. Interesting, though. I will include those after all. But, I mean, I think this is fun regardless. Like, if nothing else, like, we um, are recording, like, what's going on in our time frame. So, like, maybe later when we have dementia, we can listen to it and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who are these two idiots? <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> what's a Steven Seagal? <laughs> but. But that is a wrap for this episode. Bethany. Fireworks emojis. Fireworks emojis. I love you, everyone. Goodbye.